Welcome to Keeping It Independent, a broad, uh, well, let's just start that over. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, corn growers, welcome to Keeping It Independent. This is a podcast brought to you by Wiffles Hybrids. My name is Eric Wilson, agronomy manager in Iowa, and I am joined today by my friend across the creek, Ryan Gentle, who is an agronomy manager in Illinois. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the early season planning questions we get and the importance of a couple different topics and a, and a couple different numbers. Uh, we're in that phase of the year in the Corn Belt where we have some people that have maybe put in seven hard days of planning, maybe almost finished with corn or beans, while others, you know, up in the land of the gophers or the badgers may still be waiting on the last of the snow to melt off. It's always interesting what we get for spring weather. Um you know, we'll go from 80 degree temperatures one week to uh, possibly snow followed up the next. Um, and with that, we always get tons of questions on uh, planning conditions, right? Uh, and some of the things we're looking for. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Uh, we got a couple questions for you today. I'm going to give Ryan the first one. So 50 degree soil temperature. Ryan, what is the importance of 50 degree soil temperature? What does it mean? Uh, why? Why every time you talk to an agronomist in the spring, do we always bring up 50 degree soil temperature? You know, the importance of 50, that that really is just the very minimum temperature that corn's going to grow and germinate. Um, it is a tropic, tropical plant, tropical grass. I'll see if I can stump Eric right off the bat. Do you know what temperature that corn grows the fastest, germinates? Oh, I think it's, uh, is it like 75 Pretty close. Actually, 86 degrees. So 86, it grows three times faster than it does at 50. So when we start thinking, you know, when we have to plant in June uh, or a replant situation, that corn just flies out of the ground. There's a reason. There's some science behind that. It actually grows three times faster um, at 86 versus 50. So we're actually uh, asking a lot out of that corn plant to germinate and start growing at 50 when it when it really prefers 86, that's a pretty big, pretty huge temperature change there. Right. I mean, I mean, just to put that another way, like that, that's the bare minimum, right? 50 degrees is the bare minimum that you can get any kind of measurable growth uh, out yep. of a corn plant. So, and you know, you need to take that as kind of an average, make sure you take into account what your low soil temps are going to be. You know, if you're just hovering right at 50 during the warmest part of the day, more than likely, uh, that night you're going to be well below 50, um, depending on when you planted that corn. Um, you definitely don't want it sucking up, uh, wet, cold water. Um, actually, uh, did a little research and, uh, the corn plant sucks up water almost immediately when you put it in the soil, uh, over half of the water that it requires to germinate. Um, if it's available in the soil, uh, provided you're not planting into dry soil, will um, be imbibed in the first 30 minutes of it put in the ground. And the majority of the water it it needs to germinate will be within the first three hours. So you can see how important it is to have that soil temp above 50 and have that moisture above 50 for that, especially that first three or four hours. Uh, You want that to have a nice warm drink. Worst thing you can do if you know cold fronts coming is to plant uh, in soils at 50 or below and and it's dry. It's just gonna lay there. And then that cold rain or snow is going to be the first drink and, and you're definitely going to have some stand reduction, some injury. 
I like to think about it like this, you know, like if, uh, if, if someone was to wake you up in the morning with a cold bucket of water versus a warm bucket of water, I mean, you probably don't like either one, but you know, you'd rather have that warm bucket of water as your first drink yeah. in the morning. We don't, we don't wake up and take a cold shower, right? We wake up, we take a hot shower. Um, so, uh, so like what, what Ryan is getting at, you know, that first 24 to 36 hours, um, is, is really that most critical period for, for that seedling to imbibe water. Um, cause you know, if it gets a, if it gets cold shower first thing in the morning, uh, we can come into a lot of seedling abnormality issues. Um, you can get some deformities and corkscrewing and some leafing out underground, all kinds of fun things like that, that, um, just as a fancy way of saying we're reducing stand, right? Yep. You know, a cold bucket of water is a good one. It's also, you know, like a polar plunge. Yeah. You know, there's reasons, <laughs> reasons people don't, yeah. don't do that. Um, just for fun. It's, you know, for a charity or something. Um, and another thing to keep in mind when we're talking about soil temps can be huge differences in, in bare soil versus the amount of residue you have or no-till or cover crop. Um, I've seen as much as 15 to 20 degrees in bare soil or even in a strip till if you, you take the temperature in where you've tilled in the strip versus uh, next to it in the residue, uh, even in the middle of the day, that, that can make or break you. Um, so you want to make sure you're, you're uh, not just going by you know a university website, but you're actually taking some soil temps in your own conditions on your own field, your own farm. You know, this, this kind of leads nicely into another question we have, Ryan. Um, and I, I, I could tee this one up and, and take the first stab at it. But, um, you know, along with soil temperature, we always get asked, you know, how, how long until my corn comes up, right? So uh, one of the first things we need to know is, well, what's, what's the planting date? When, when did we plant that seed? Um, because as we're talking about, it takes a certain amount of heat or heat units growing degree days uh, to get corn to emerge, right? So about 120 approximately heat units to get corn to emerge out of the soil. Um, and that's all based off of when that seed was planted. So, uh, and what you were kind of talking about a little bit there before, you know, uh, checking soil temperature yourself, right? Whether you're doing no-till, uh, conventional tillage, what have you, you can get fluctuations in soil temperature. Um, you know, I, I know Ryan has, has done some of this before where he's uh, gone out taking soil temperature at uh, 6 p.m. at night versus 6 in the morning. You want to talk a little bit about how much that can fluctuate, Ryan? Yep. Um, especially, you may not see as big a fluctuation in your darker, heavier soils, but when you get into lighter, sandier soils, um, we've seen easily 20 degree soil temp swings between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. So let's say you felt great, you're planting corn at 6 p.m., the soil temp was 60 degrees, you have to take into account what's going to happen that night, then all of a sudden at 6 a.m. you're back down to 40. So um, you really need to take into account what the lows are going to be as well. Um, you know, a great way, a great tool that we have to help predict uh, when your corn is going to come out of the ground is the Wiffles GDU calculator. And it's under the agronomy tab on uh, wiffles.com. You can type in your planting date, your zip code, and it'll give you a pretty good idea. Um, I know my dad didn't listen to the warnings. We put a little corn in um, last week before a cold 
cold spell, a little cold rain. And I, I guarantee here within about mm, seven days, probably by the weekend, he's going to be asking, when's my corn coming up? It's, it's, I don't see anything. I don't see anything, you know, go to the, go to the GDU calculator and you can say, well, it's only got 50 or 60 heat units and you can kind of give him a prediction. You know, it's probably not going to come up till, uh, you know, uh, first week of May or something like that. So helps, helps put some science behind it. And just to reiterate, I mean, having those fluctuations in the soil, that that's that's normal. That happens, you know, for the most part to some extent every year, right? But that's, you know, when we actually calculate accumulated growing degree days for a particular day, that's why we take into account the high and the low for that day. And going back to the original question, using base 50, right? Because it's got to be at least 50 degrees or warmer. So. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, certain years, I will say you can get, um, you know, soil, soil doesn't respond as quickly as air temperature does. Right. So like when a cold front moves in, it takes that soil a little longer for it to cool back down for the same reason that it takes longer for the soil to warm up in the spring. Right. So you can, you can get some differences on, you know, like soil GDU accumulation versus air temperature GDU accumulation. But the standard that we use to calculate, you know, heat units is air, is air temperature. And, and when you have a more variable year, you're, you're going to see some minute differences between the two. It's, it's to as be expected. Yep. I, I did some tracking just for an example on that uh, field we planted before the cold front came in. Um, as we were planting, we finished three o'clock. Um, the soil temp was 75 degrees um, at two inch bare soil. Uh, right, I think 72 at four inch bare soil. I uh, looked again that night um, about 10 o'clock. We were still in the uh, low 60s for soil temp at two and four inch. And then I looked again at uh, 9 a.m. the next morning, which would have been, you know, over uh, close to 12 hours later. And uh, we were still at 54 at four inches and 51 at two inches. So you can see even farther down in the soil, it still uh, hadn't hadn't really cooled off that much compared to the uh, air temperature. You know, we were in the in the high 30s uh, for air temperature that morning. So soil definitely definitely cools down slower and and vice versa warms up slower as well. So like Ryan said, we do have that. Uh, Wiffle's GDU calculator. You can use that as a guide. It's a super useful tool. Uh, Ryan and I were poking around in it a little bit this morning, you know, just for some reference as we sit right now. Um, you know, if you were looking at a April 11th planning date, we've, uh, you know, this would be say for the Des Moines area in general, uh, we're at about 64 heat units accumulated, um, expecting to get about 34 heat units accumulated over the next seven days. And that would roughly put us at an emergence window of April 25th to the 27th or so. Uh, again, this is an estimate, right? It's using historical weather data. It's taking into account the, the future forecast uh, over the next two weeks. So you are going to get some slight variation. Um, and, and some of that is because of, you know, air, air temperature versus soil temperature. Yeah, and you know, as usual, Eric, I, I ran that same calculation, and as usual, the Illini are a little ahead of the Hawkeyes. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're setting at uh, 67 heat units uh, so far on April 11th, planted corn, 37 predicted. We should start seeing some corn come out of the ground about April 24th to uh, 25th, 26th, somewhere in that time frame. 
See, see, I'm a cyclone, so I don't, I don't know if I should like defend that comment. Uh, being that because I'm a little torn because I'm from Iowa, right? But I, I didn't, I didn't get into the University of Iowa's super secret agronomy school, so I had to go to Iowa State. Everybody makes mistakes somewhere along the line. <laughs> That's right. We all make choices, like planning before a cold front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll keep you. We'll keep you up to date on how that field progresses yep. through the season. Yeah, with that, uh, any anything else you could think of? Anything we missed, Ryan, on on these two topics in particular that kind of kind of rounds out the, uh, I would say the bulk of our early season conversation as corn starting to go on the ground. I think well, you did a good job of hitting most of the topics we wanted to hit. And uh, as as always, if you got questions, comments, uh, questions you want us to talk about in the future. Uh, email um, agronomy at wiffles.com and uh, we'll we'll address them in future episodes yeah give us your feedback tell us what you like what you didn't like Uh, might even be some sweet wiffle swag in it for you if you do submit some of those questions and like ryan said that is agronomy at wiffles.com reach out to us via email with uh, whatever you would like to talk about all right till next time stay safe